Today's episode features Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, also known as AOC. She was born in 1989, making her the youngest woman to ever serve in the U.S. Congress at age 29. She attended Boston University and double majored in economics and international relations and graduated cum laude in 2011. She was previously an activist and worked as a waitress and a bartender before running for Congress in 2018. She advocates for a progressive platform that includes Medicare for all, a federal jobs guarantee, the Green New Deal, and abolishing the U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement. She defeated Democratic caucus chair Joe Crowley, a 10-term incumbent, and what was widely seen as the biggest upset victory in the 2018 midterm elections primaries. She also defeated Republican opponent Anthony Pappas in the 2018 general election. AOC definitely is a rising star. We look forward to following her career for years to come. Hello, hello, hello. Hi. It's your girl, Heather. It's your girl, Arielle. And we are back at it for episode four. Yes, episode four. Yes. Women in our many faces. This I mean, it's going to be a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think of a song. <laughs> um, yeah, so Corky's. That's our new thing, in case you didn't realize. (laughs) Yeah, so you probably caught it if you are a person that has been following us since episode one. We've kind of graduated, and we thought about what Ariel came up with the great idea of calling our followers, our listeners, Corky. And I absolutely love it. Yes. Um, Absolutely love it. So when you hear us talk about Corky's, that is all of you great people who are following us, supporting us, listening to us, um, our day ones, for mm-hmm. sure. Definitely. We really appreciate you guys, as usual, for listening today. Yeah. So, let's dive right in. So, Heather, <laughs> <laughs> what are your mini faces? Oh, my goodness. What face don't I have? Um, I am <laughs> a daughter I think that was my very first face, you know, mm-hmm. um, a daughter, a friend. I am a cousin. I am a manager. I'm a counselor, of course. My greatest face that I carry now is a mother. Um, yeah, I don't know if I missed any, but that's those are my primary yeah. faces for sure. Good. I yeah. think you covered a lot of them. Yeah. And so it, I, I say <laughs> I have a lot of faces, but the ones that are more dear to my heart than anyone's are the ones that really give me a social connection. So mm-hmm. the one, my friendships are very important to me. Being a mother is extremely important to me. Um, being a counselor is extremely, I guess they all are <laughs> important <laughs> to me for sure. Um, what are your faces? My face is, I am a daughter, mm-hmm. a friend, a sister. Oh, I forgot I'm a sister. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm also a therapist. I'm a case manager. Yeah. Um, I'm a fiance. Ooh. Um, I'm a dog Y'all, mom. y'all, I have to take a pause for the cause because y'all can't see us. This ring she has is ridiculous. <laughs> 
It is so gorgeous. Thank you. Yes. He did good. He is. He yes. did. Congratulations again. Thank you. Yes. From me and all the corkies out there. Thank you, guys. <laughs> I really appreciate y'all. Yeah. <laughs> so, fiance. Yeah. And what else? Dog mom. <laughs> <gasps> yeah. Dog mom's cool. Yeah. That's about all I got, I think. Okay. Which one do you feel like is the most demanding? face that you wear probably therapist mm. okay. something i do even though it's a part-time job right now i do it every day mm-hmm. so you know it takes a lot of your time a lot of my free time i'll yeah. say um so yeah that's pretty i think my most demanding job right now my most demanding face yeah what about you same yeah yeah Everything else is pretty much under control or I'm in a good groove. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm still trying to figure out my good groove with just work in general. Yeah. I can be a little bit of a workaholic sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I n- it never really affected me being a workaholic until I became a mom. Wow. And especially a single mom now. Mm-hmm. And so trying to balance just my natural drive to just want to work, work, work. Mm-hmm. And to be, I mean, I'm, I'm 35 now. <laughs> But for 33, you know, years, it was just me. Mm-hmm. I've been working since I was like 15, 16 years old. Right. Um, and so I never really stopped, you yeah. know, and I not only worked, but I had multiple jobs at, at a time. Mm-hmm. And so for me to not be able to work as much as I want and just pour into that, it mm-hmm. kind of, you know, sometimes... Right weighs on me but then I think about this beautiful son that I have and you know being able to spend time with him so that I think that's my biggest struggle is as much as I love being a mom I do enjoy um working and counseling and being a therapist right mm-hmm. I think for me it's hard to set my schedule for each week because I'm like well what am I going to be doing this day like it's hard to kind of balance your social life and then like your part-time job and then your full-time job because yes. you have to set time for your friends and family but then you also want free time for yourself yes but there's only five days in the work week and yes. then it's like i don't even know where to set a schedule then you have clients saying are you free this day this yeah. time and you're like it's hard to say like no because sometimes i would just say yeah i can open up a slot for you mm-hmm. but it's hard to sometimes say like no these are what i have available for this week left if you can't do it then trying to find something else next week yeah because otherwise i'm completely just booked up absolutely the entire day so yeah yeah that part of self-care and just kind of just not overbooking yourself as a counselor Mm -hmm. is especially right now with covid yes um especially if you're on any kind of platform where you know it seems to be really popular right now and Mm -hmm. there's an abundance of people who need services and way more clients than actual people that can provide the services right so i think um if you're still actually practicing counseling or doing therapy everyone's kind of it's an abundance of need right now so i think we're all kind of Mm -hmm. feeling that feeling that need (laughs) and i try to keep sundays to myself so i try not i don't schedule anyone on sundays if i can help it Mm -hmm. um i don't work obviously on the on the weekend so it's nice to have sundays just to kind of do nothing yeah i look forward to the sundays because i'm like i don't have to get up and like do therapy you know yeah so it's nice 
I haven't gotten that good yet. <laughs> That's on my to-do list, too. I have... I know I need to do it, so... Yeah, yeah. make a day for... I told you to you do did that. You <laughs> did Don't put me on blast. I'm I'm like, I told you. Like, last week or two weeks ago. I am in November. I have to do baby steps. Yes. So, in yeah. November, I am going to have a day. And I think I'm going to choose Sunday because mm-hmm. that's just an overall great day for It's me. a great day. Yeah. Even though Monday is the next day, it's still a great day. It really... <laughs> baby steps. And also, the hard thing with therapy is, like, we're taking on people's problems. So, mm. we cannot let it affect us. Mm-hmm. So, people always ask, well, how do you handle that? That sounds so overwhelming and... Mm-hmm listening to everyone's problems and them just dumping it on you yeah i don't really think of it like that honestly i try not to no i for me and it's it's an escape from my own personal issues right. and stuff going on so i rather listen to you and talk to you about your stuff than me have to sit around and think about my own stuff for sure right yeah and then you, you're helping people at the same time so that that yeah. helps which face do you feel like is the easiest to manage? Um, I don't know, because they're also, it seems like, you know, not they're so demanding, but you want to give time to your family, so mm-hmm. your daughter and a sister and yeah. all that stuff. So it's like, I guess dog mom would be my easiest <laughs> face. All I got to do is walk her and feed her. That's true. <laughs> That's so funny you say that because people are always like, oh, my God, like your son. I'm like, he's actually the easiest, less stressful thing in Honestly, my life. Like, yeah, they don't really ask for much. No. <laughs> I'm like, all I got to do is feed him. He plays. He walks around. That's it. So mm-hmm. I get it. Gives um, you hugs. Yeah. The most I have to put up with is fist pumps every every five seconds. So <laughs> I mean, bumps. So. If that's all I have to worry about, then I'm good. So. And I love when he says, hi. Yes. <laughs> hi and bye every 15 seconds. <laughs> but, yeah, I agree with you. That kind of role definitely is very easy, mm-hmm. um, carefree. That doesn't mean that it's not stressful at times. Right. Um, but I can honestly say when it is more stressful, it's probably because of something my doing of just overworking or mm-hmm. overloading. Um, and not, you know, when you start to do that, you lose patience. Yes. And so, um, but overall, yes, that is, I would agree. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. Okay. And even before I came a mom and I was a dog mom. Oh, that yeah. That was amazing. I loved your dog. <laughs> Oh, we can't talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So our faces. Do do we maybe not cover any faces that other people might have? I'm trying to think of like between us two, did we cover pretty much every possible Um, face? Maybe people would say like, you said cousin, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, Like aunt or uncle, if they have like nieces or nephews. Maybe like grandchild. Mm -hmm. You know, wanting to be with your grandparents and spend time with them. Yeah. And this, like, hectic life can sometimes be hard to do. Absolutely. And, like, make time for each person that's important to you. Um, especially, like, the women who we have um, in high high offices, like, high office and positions. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they're taking on a lot. They're taking on people being mean to them and mm-hmm. people not respecting them and yes. treating them differently. So I really respect people and women who are in those, like you know, um, high offices of, like, politics and mm-hmm. things like that, and who are taking, like, stands against different things that are fighting for what they believe in mm-hmm. and fighting for other women yeah. to have those same rights. So 
Yeah, people who do that, that's really impressive. Extremely. Extremely. And they have all our faces and then plus that. Yeah, as you're talking, all I can think of is Michelle Obama and everything, like from reading her book. And um, I was fortunate enough to be able to go to one of her um, when she was still able to travel and Mm -hmm. do her discussions. And um, that was a large chunk of what she talked about was the uh, ridicule Mm -hmm. and just how she was bullied so badly when she was the first lady. Um, And just, yeah. And she just held her head so high. She didn't let it fold her. Like, she just stood strong. Yeah. And she's just a great inspiration. Oh, yes. Oh, definitely top, top, top. Um, And she, I mean, wife, mother, first lady, I'm sure friend. She yeah. was a daughter. She is a daughter. So yeah, and she had like all those initiatives and like with healthy food. Oh yeah, she exercising. Had, like, she mm-hmm. said she gets up at like five a. I'm like I can't get up. <laughs> I'm rolling out the bed like six thirty. Exactly. Barely turning a light on. Exactly. But you like know? that. I for me, I don't get discouraged when I hear people like that. Because mm-hmm. I think if this lady can do it with all that weight that she was carrying and yes. dealing with, then for sure it's possible for me to attain some level of, you know, greatness like her. And she did sure. it with such grace. Yes. It was just like flawless. Yes. I probably won't do it as gracefully. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's surely, I think what she did for me is made it attainable to, mm-hmm. to do and be more. Yeah. For sure. And to have someone to look up to who's in that high position. Yes, that looks like me. Yes. That, let's talk about that. Yes. <laughs> Finally, someone doing a lot, doing it, pretty much doing it all, that looks like me. Representation is so yes. important. Yes. Because before that, I think the only other person <laughs> that I felt connected to in any kind of way was Oprah. Yep. Cause yep. Because that's all you really heard about, per mm-hmm. se. Like, some, like, not all you heard about, but she was, like, the main person. Definitely. And she was also doing so much good for people. Mm-hmm. So she was a great person to look up to. Um, her show was awesome as well. Her mm-hmm. ego, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, but when Michelle came along, it was like, wow, look at her doing yeah. all this stuff. Educated. I think that's yes. another... An educated and woman. She what you can do in your life yes. and what's attainable. And even now with her podcast, and she's still yes. doing writing the book and yes. the Netflix special. I'm yes. just so happy for them and happy that they can finally relax. Absolutely. Because <laughs> they deserve it. Yes. So she's she's like the, um, I don't want to say she's the exception to the rule. Because I feel like even if, if that's the case, then we could be exceptions to the rule as well. Mm-hmm. Um, of what people don't think that we should be doing or who we can be or what we're capable of for sure Mm -hmm. but um i think anything's possible yes and definitely if we just stick together and keep our minds on track we can get anything we want done for sure because women rule the world (laughs) isn't that what beyonce says we run, run, no, we run the world. Oh, we run the world. Well, I think she said, when she says we, I think she's meaning us women. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she is. Yes, we run the world. Girls. <laughs> All right, so we've been talking about ourselves for a little bit. What about just women in general? Like, we're out here facing discrimination when it comes to pay. Mm-hmm. Um, job advancement, like there's not too many women that are, um, you know, in higher upper 
upper ranks. Right. Yeah. We face a lot as women. We do. Um, actually, August 26th is Women's Equality Day, and that celebrates the passage of the 19th Amendment, um, which gave some women the right to vote. So that only happened not too recently, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and then on top of that, people who were black or women of color couldn't vote until 1964. That is crazy to me because that's not too much long ago. Like, my mom was born, (laughs) put her out there. Um, She was born in 1964. (laughs) And so that wasn't too long ago. No, it's really not. That we as women of color could not vote. That's crazy. And I think that's so important, especially this year during this time. Um, we need all hands on deck. <laughs> Exercise <laughs> yes. your right to vote. Absolutely. Because so. people really fought for our rights to yes. vote. Yes. And not too long ago were they out here fighting. Yes. So at least Mind exercise blowing. your right. Even yeah. if, you know. Just go. Like, vote. Vote. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that's just, it's major. And, and, and here's one thing I always think about when it comes to voting and stuff like that is why did we have to fight in the first place? Mm-hmm. And why do we still continue to have to fight or justify why we should be where we're at now? Mm-hmm. Because there's a large amount of people that would like to see us back in our places, so to speak. Right. Um, and having the gains that we've made stripped back from us. Right. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, there's so many things holding people back nowadays from voting. Like you just said, like suppression. Yeah. There yeah. is so many things. Even recently, I read in the news that are happening and it's preventing people from voting. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think, I can't remember which city it was, but they took the number of polls down from like 12 to 1. I think mail-in mm-hmm. um, ballot drop boxes from like 12 to 1 in a huge city. Yeah. Which is suppression. Yeah. You know, that doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. So it's just really unfair and people are out there still fighting for our rights to this day. Yeah. It amazes me how in 2020 with the amount of technology that we have, like we all have phones like that you can't just vote from your phone like yeah when are we gonna get that sophisticated um where we can vote from our phones or i mean a touch screen at a kiosk somewhere i don't know but the voting um system that we have now just really feels archaic and i'm Mm -hmm. sure there's reasons why certain things have to be the way they are um but i just feel like especially when it comes to voting making it easy accessible for everyone um, there's just way too many barriers that shouldn't have to be. It's just the right thing to do. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> but common sense and things that make sense just don't always... It's not always happen. common. Yeah, for sure. And so when you think about women and the gains that we've made, uh, we are now working more in mm-hmm. different areas. You know, we're doctors, we're lawyers, we're counselors. Um, yes. And... We're getting those opportunities, but even when we're getting them, we're still not getting paid the mm-hmm. same amount as the people inside of us, particularly men, right? Who are doing the exact that same, same job. job, even in like the tech industry. Yes, that's a thing. It's just it's almost ridiculous. Like, why is this still happening? Yes, and and yeah. how is it legal? <laughs> yeah, how is this right? How, yeah, how is it legal? Um, I would think whatever the matrix is, what the qualifications are for that job, if I meet those qualifications, I'm doing that job. I'm not giving you any problems. 
pay me the same thing as everyone else. I could see if someone was getting, um, because they were there for longer, mm-hmm. so they had all these raises or bonuses Absolutely. or something like that. But if you're starting the exact same job at the exact same time, you yeah. should be making exact same Or if same they have an advanced degree or... Yeah, there are exceptions to that yeah, rule. Some type of, but yeah, but all things being equal... Or if you look the same on paper, or if, even if she looks better on paper and still makes the same amount of money that he makes, mm-hmm. you know, that's still not fair. Yeah, it's true. And I, I you, great point. I, I'm for it both ways. So the man mm-hmm. should not be getting less than the woman if he's ex- just as qualified. Yeah. I just want everything to be as equal as possible. Yeah. Yeah. So right now we're talking at for every dollar that a man makes, women only make 81.6. How do you make 81.6 cents? Like, how does that even make sense? (laughs) For every dollar. For every dollar. So you almost have to work twice as hard, not really twice as hard, but almost, Mm -hmm. to get that same money that he's making. Absolutely. Like, and it's 2018 when this came out. Yeah. So it's, that was two years ago. Absolutely. Why are we still here? (laughs) That's the question. That is the burning question of how are we still here Mm -hmm. um, where this is even a conversation. And I think it just kind of piggybacks on all the other conversations that we're just still having. Right. You know, in our society, in America. Things- um, I'd be interested to know, and I don't think we have the statistics on it, like what other uh, countries, right. like how do they pay their women compared to men, uh-huh. if it's equal or if it's even worse. Right. Um, but for sure, we are, um, I feel like personally doing poorly. Yeah. yeah, we can definitely do better. Yeah, California had the smallest pay gap um, in 2018 as well at 12.2%, which is not so bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but year-round, women over 16 are making a median salary of $50,000, while men still make $56,000. So, I mean, that's closer. It's better. Every penny counts. Every penny counts. <laughs> <laughs> Every penny counts. <laughs> yeah. Um, when you, especially if you're, you want to have a family, if you just want to live a certain lifestyle, um, travel, be able to live, um, every penny counts. And even it's surprising that California is so progressive. Well, it's not surprising that California is progressive, but it's sad in a a state where it's expensive to live, period. Right. That, you know. And the fact that they only make the median salary is $50,000 when I know it's super expensive to live Absolutely. So it's probably still... A struggle, yeah. for sure. Um, and then, so, when we talk about people of color, there's all shades and all types of color. So, for black and Hispanic women specifically, they're affected more by the wage gap than anyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when compared to white men. And I think every other class <laughs> compared to... Yeah, even a white woman compared to a white man is not going to equal, equal out. Um, and again, I think that goes back to this, that old boy mentality that this is right. White is right. Mm-hmm. And white men are right. And um, yeah. there has to be more. And I think in this scenario where we're begging we're asking for equal, it's going to take more of those white men to come on board and say, yes, you're right. It mm-hmm. isn't fair in order for us to really seek change or right. get change. As long as they're not on board and they're not making an effort to change anything, I really don't believe that there's going to be any huge gains made. Right. We'll see how this next few years go and hopefully we can see some changes yes. here. Yes! Asian women face the smallest wage gap, and they earn 97% of what white men earn. 
So their pay gap is only 3%, which is pretty good. That probably was the sh- most shocking statistic. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize that. No. So I'm like, what are they doing? Because <laughs> I, I want to go apply. Yeah. But, but of course, me being a black woman, um, I'm automatically probably going to, you know, receive less just based off my skin color. Right. So. That's yeah. That was amazing to to read. And so for white women, they earn eighty percent of what white men white men do, mm-hmm. while us women of color, specifically black, only earn sixty six, and then all other Hispanic women only earn fifty eight. Compared to that, hundred percent, pretty yeah. much, which is half. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, and. Crazy. Even when it comes to, like, black men, black women, Hispanic women, Hispanic men, they, there's still disparities. Mm-hmm. So, like, for example, black women earn 89% to what black men earn. And then Hispanic women make 84% of what Hispanic men earn. So there's still disparities um, just between, like, just the genders mm-hmm. within those, like, those subcategories mm-hmm. of race. Yeah. So hopefully we can kind of make some changes and see some improvements in this because this is just not fair to mm-hmm. women in general because we work very hard. Absolutely. And we're deserving of equality. So as a mom, and specifically a single mom, I think one of um, the statistic from 2015 where it says women with children earn roughly the same as women without children. Mm-hmm. Um and it's about one of seven twenty seven to seven twenty six respectively. Um, however, working fathers with children earn about a hundred and forty one dollars more mm. than men without children. Wow. Yeah. How does that work? I don't know. I don't know. But here's the thing, because I'm not like too too out there. Mm-hmm. I don't know really the best way to say it, but. I don't feel like I should make more than a woman that doesn't have children. Mm -hmm. So this statistic for me was really interesting that we are even going all the way to that point. Right. Because it's my decision to bear the child. I'm responsible for it. And I don't feel like you should make less or I should get more Mm -hmm. just because I've decided to have a child. Right. That's not Uh, fair. Yeah. And so this statistic, I'm a little, you know, I I really don't under, I understand it, but like, it's interesting that someone took it that far. Right. They really took it down to the dollar. Yeah. And the fact that working fathers who have kids earn more than men without kids, does that show that people may view men with kids as better? Or? Oh, yeah. They're taking care of their responsibilities and they're, they're providing. I'm sure it's probably viewed at a, a better light than mm-hmm. a woman that's out there doing the same exact thing. For with sure. kids. Yeah, with kids. Because with the woman with a child... Um, from what I understand and what I've actually experienced is we're more of a burden in the workplace, Mm -hmm. you know, especially if you have a small child because children get sick, we're the primary caregivers for them. So Mm -hmm. where the man gets praised because they're, they're caring for the children financially Mm -hmm. and they probably get extra perks. The woman is looked frowned upon because they feel like we're not going to be able to do our job at the same capacity because we have this little one or little ones that mm-hmm. we have to care for. Right. Um, and so it's really not fair. But they're assuming things yeah. and not giving people a chance. Absolutely. And there are some men out there that are more than happy with the role reversed mm-hmm. and they stay at home with the children or they be the primary caregiver for the children. Right. And there's women out there that 
are okay with that, and yeah. they go out there, and they're actually the breadwinner for the family. Have you seen that movie on Netflix? It's a TV show on Netflix called Working Moms. Oh, yes. Okay. Absolutely. That's almost like what we're talking about. Yes, yes. Especially one of them on there, I think. She was like a true working yes. mom. She's doing everything. For sure. Breastfeeding yep. at work. Mm-hmm. She's trying to do both. So yeah. it was interesting to see that and yes. see that she can do it all. That actually is a really good show to show mm-hmm. all the different faces of moms and what they deal with yes. and um, the different cultural aspects of it. Because I think they have pretty a good re- representation of different, um, cultures. different cultures on there, different class levels mm-hmm. on there. Um, they really do. just mentioned to, you know, just regular working women. So, yeah. And it also shows their personal problems, too, that they face. So not only do they work, they take care of the kids, but they're also going through their own issues separately because they are a person they're not just a mom and a wife or whatever so you know it's important just to note that women are like they're themselves also like you can't classify them as like oh that's just the mom like she's just the mom yes no she's like a lot more than just that absolutely absolutely and people will try to put you in that box and you have to kind of fight against it for Mm -hmm. sure and I think that's with just women in general. If they can find a box to put you in and you allow them to, they you definitely will get put in that box. They will. Yeah, and once you're there, it's hard to get taken out and move somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> once you're there, it's, it's hard. Yeah. But women do a lot, so we're really proud of us. Yes. And so there's a lot of women out here who are really trying to change the game mm-hmm. um and who are doing some really wonderful work and so i hands down give them all the kudos all the praise um really thank them for the work that they're doing definitely Hey, Corkies, we just wanted to come back on here really quick and let you know about BetterHelp. BetterHelp is an online platform for when you want counseling at your fingertips. They offer live chatting sessions, phone and video sessions, 24 hours a day. Go check them out. BetterHelp. Thank you for listening today, everyone. We really appreciate you. Our Instagram handle is at Mental Health Uncorked. Our Twitter handle is at Mental Uncorked. Our Facebook page is called Mental Health Uncorked. And our email address is mentalhealthuncorked at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening and have a great week.